0: dreamers you're listening to steam daydream with national children's museum each month kids just like you will interview steam innovators for answers to their biggest questions national children's museum's mission is to inspire kids to care about and change the world and we encourage all kids to dream through the lens of steam It's AJ here, and this month we're going to be learning about climate change.
1: Did someone say climate change? This is Langley from Climate Action Headquarters. Planet Earth needs our help. Human activity is causing the planet to warm very quickly. This is called climate change. The Earth's changing climate causes problems for plants and animals. <sighs> the ocean and fresh water, and humans all around the world. I repeat, planet Earth needs our help. I'm sending out a climate action emergency call. All climate action heroes, report for duty.
0: Well, hello Langley. Wish I could help, but I'm just a normal person. How could I fight climate change?
1: Anyone can be a climate action hero. We all have the power inside of us to make a positive change to help the environment and reduce the amount of greenhouse gases we put into the air. We can make a difference. At Climate Action Headquarters, we have five superheroes, each with different but equally important powers. Maybe you're a water warrior. Part of the pollinator patrol, a mighty meteorologist, a community captain, or an arbor avenger. We want you to find out what your inner climate action superpower is. Visit the headquarters at climate-heroes.org to take the quiz today.
0: Whoa, Really? Okay, challenge accepted. Let me take the quiz right now. Wow, dreamers, you're listening to a mighty meteorologist. But I know that tackling climate change is a big job. I think I need some help. Maybe my friends Fino and Malia from Alexandria, Virginia can join me today. They are a brother and sister duo. Fino is 11 years old and loves math and reading books, especially books about dinosaurs. Malia is eight years old and in her free time, she does gymnastics. (gasps) Maybe that could come in handy. But what you might not know is Fino and Malia are also climate action heroes. Fino is a community captain. And Malia is a water warrior.
2: <laughs> We're here to save today
0: And learn more about climate change along the way. Thanks for helping me today and accepting the mission to make a positive change in the environment. First, we need to learn more about climate change. Nature based solutions, and how to make a difference from a real life climate change superhero. Shyla Raghav, Vice President of Climate Change at Conservation International. Shyla, thanks for joining us. Fino and Malia, take it away. What is climate
3: change?
2: Well, thank you so much, Malia, for that question. Uh, So first, I'll explain what climate change is, and then I'll share a little bit about why it's happening. So first, I'd like you to think about the weather. Every day, our weather changes. It could be really hot. It could be rainy, snowy, sunny, or windy. And the weather is really important because it affects a lot about our day. And climate is the pattern of weather over time. So scientists will take patterns of individual weather day after day and it'll tell you overall trends about the climate. So think about this exact same day the year you were born or the year that I was born and what is the average temperature that you would see or how many rainy days could you expect to see in the city that you're living every single year, and how does that change year after year? And so what we're seeing is that these patterns of weather are changing. So for example, 19 of the hottest years that humans have ever recorded were in the last 20 years. So we know that our climate is changing, and generally our planet is getting warmer. And some of these places are also getting drier, some are getting wetter, And even our Arctic ice caps or Antarctica, they're starting to melt. And the reason that this is happening is because of something called the greenhouse effect. So imagine a greenhouse where you keep your plants. They're kept in glass. And what happens is that it traps sunlight, making that greenhouse a lot warmer. And basically, we're doing the same thing with our planet. The air that we breathe is part of our atmosphere, which is really a thin layer of gases that surround the Earth. And human activity, like burning coal or even burning gasoline that we put in our cars for energy is adding more greenhouse gases to our atmosphere and trapping the heat that comes in from the sun which makes the surface of our earth warmer and so this heat is changing our temperature but also changing how clouds form and it changes the currents in our ocean and currents in the air which is really causing our climate to change over time
0: you were primarily with finding nature-based solutions to climate change. What does that mean? So
2: I mentioned how a big cause of climate change is the burning of coal and gasoline that we put in our cars, but there's also another cause, and that's deforestation. So cutting down trees also adds greenhouse gases into our atmosphere, and it causes the emission of a gas called carbon dioxide, or, or you will also hear it being called CO2, to our atmosphere. And CO2, when it when when there's more of it in our air, it traps even more heat. So one of the best things that we can do for climate change is stopping deforestation. It's stopping cutting down trees, in particular, in in tropical rainforests, but it also can be addressed by planting trees, by growing trees, that reverse the effects of, the, of putting um, more carbon dioxide into our atmosphere. And so most of my work focuses on these things. Which affects climate change the most, the environment or people? That's a really, really good question. Climate change can happen naturally. Big storms happen, maybe one every 100 years. So in your lifetime, you might see it once, maybe twice if it's a freak event. And the problem now is that in many places, we're seeing floods that we expected every 100 years or even 1,000 years happening every single year. And so the the pace of climate change and the intensity of climate change is happening a lot faster than the historical record suggests. And it's also really clear from the science that human activity, that the burning of these fossil fuels and that by cutting down trees and deforestation is causing these changes to our atmosphere that is directly causing climate change. So I would say that it's both environmental in people that affect our climate, but people are causing it to change a lot faster, and it's becoming more and more difficult for humans to keep up with how fast these changes are happening. Where do you see the effects of climate change the most, at sea or on land? That's also a really good question. I think that both. You'll see effects of climate change on both sea and land. So the oceans cover most of our planet. The oceans themselves actually absorb, like a sponge, the gases that we put into the atmosphere and all of the heat that is caused by climate change. And as a result, the ocean is becoming more acidic. And that's why we're seeing corals die off in many places where there's coral reefs. It's called coral bleaching. And we're also seeing effects like more tropical storms or um, sea level rise. But on land, you see different types of effects. You see droughts, for example, places that are becoming uh, drier, or even big floods in some places, uh, in cities, or even fires, like in California, where I grew up. So the main point is that you can see the effects of climate change everywhere, both on land and on sea, because our entire planet is connected, and our entire planet is getting warmer. Our family likes to travel, and we usually take one international trip each year. When we were in France two years ago, the temperature was over 105 degrees for a week straight. The locals said this was very unusual, and it never got that hot. Our parents are originally from the Pacific Islands. When we were in Tonga three years ago, some of the villages were underwater when they had not been 10 years earlier. And the villagers had to move their homes to other areas. Are these events due to climate change? What can we do to slow or stop these things from happening and ensure that things are better in the future? Thanks for that question. Um, I think a lot of what you observed in France and even in the country that your parents are from is due to climate change. And the reason is because of effects like sea level rise. And that's happening because our planet is getting warmer and the ice in the Arctic and the Antarctic is melting. And because of that, the oceans are rising. So areas that are really low-lying, like cities or even atolls or even islands in the Pacific, are just a few feet above sea level. And so when their sea level rise occurs, it can cause devastating impacts or make it very difficult for people to live in those regions. And so I think probably the most important thing that we can do to stop these impacts from getting worse over time is to stop burning fossil fuels that are causing climate change. There are more sustainable alternatives that we can use that don't cause that much of an impact on our planet and on our atmosphere. And that could be electric cars or it could be renewable energy like solar or wind power. And the other thing is just stopping deforestation. These are all things that we know we can do and that can have an immediate impact on building a more sustainable future. And lastly, I think that our governments really need to play a more important role in helping communities like those that you saw in Tonga that are on the front lines of climate change, that are losing their homes and that are suffering,
0: what would be a good tip for people that would like to become future climate change scientists?
2: I think people and in, in particular children that are interested in climate change should spend time outside and should spend time talking to people and looking at and observing how climate change is affecting all parts of the world, just like both of you have done in France and in Tonga, to really understand how climate change shows up in different ways in different communities and how people can come together and how we can support each other to find solutions to the climate crisis.
0: What should we be doing now to positively affect climate change in the future?
2: I think that climate change is going to be the most important issue of your generation because we know that the effects of climate change are here to stay and they're going to continue and if we don't do something about it soon, then it will be too late. And so I would encourage you to Talk about climate change to your friends and to your family and to one another and that you can also think about what types of careers or the ways that you can use your talent and your voice to help confront the climate crisis. National Children's Museum mission is to inspire children to care about and change the world. How do you change the world? Well, I change the world by helping people understand what climate change is doing to our planet but more importantly, how they can be part of building a safer future for our planet and as a result for all of the humans that share and that live on this planet. And I want everyone to see and feel how important a healthy planet is for our own health and for our future. And of course, by working with inspiring people and kids like yourselves. I think that the kids of today are so inspiring because we've seen so many young people rise up and make their voices heard about climate change. And I want all kids to feel like they're part of the solution and that we are listening and that we want to hear what you have to say. There's something that you can do. There's something that each and every one of you can do to help address climate change.
0: Thanks, Fino and Malia. It's good to know that there's something that each and every one of us can do to help fight climate change. <gasps> it's time for today's Steam Star Spotlight on another climate change champion. Dr. Victoria Herman is president of the Arctic Institute and has spent years working in the climate change field. She wants people to start thinking about climate change differently.
3: When we think about climate change, we often think about how it's impacting animals like polar bears or how it will impact us in the future. But climate change is already impacting American communities today in 2020. No matter where you call home in this country, whether it's on the coasts or the Great Plains, the Great Lakes or in the mountains, climate change is already impacting how we live. So instead of thinking about how climate change impacts a far off place or something in the future, think about how the weather is changing in your hometown, how climate change is impacting what you eat, where you play, and what you're able to do with your family.
0: In 2016, Dr. Herman traveled across the country as a National Geographic Explorer and interviewed 350 local leaders to learn about how their lives, homes and communities were affected by climate change. I wanted to know more about this amazing project. Take a listen. You traveled across the country as a National Geographic Explorer and interviewed 350 local leaders to learn about how their lives, homes, and communities were affected by climate change. Where did the inspiration for this America's Eroding Edges project come from?
3: My family is from New Jersey. And a few years ago, Hurricane Sandy came and devastated the Jersey Shore where my family lives. And so I heard a lot of stories from my aunts and uncles, my cousins and friends about how that hurricane impacted their lives but I knew they weren't alone. And I knew that there were hundreds of other Americans across the country, from kids to teachers, doctors to lawyers, that were impacted by these big storms. And I really wanted to hear those stories. So that inspired me to start America's Eroding Edges, to travel around the country, from Alaska to Alabama, to listen to people's stories about how climate change was impacting their lives.
0: Can you share the story from the project that was most impactful to you?
3: I got to meet hundreds of really awesome people across America. I got to meet youth leaders and mayors, teachers and veterinarians that are doing everything they can to be climate change heroes. But I think one of my favorite stories was on my first trip to American Samoa in the South Pacific Ocean. And I met this amazing climate hero, Andra Samoa. And she, in Leone, which is a village, helped to clean up wetlands. And in American Samoa, those wetlands are mangroves. And they are really cool plants that live right next to the ocean. And their roots go all the way down into the soil, which means that they keep the soil and everyone who lives on that coastline safe when big storms come and big waves come. And Andra Samoa was making sure that those mangroves were healthy so that her community and all of American Samoa stayed safe and healthy even with climate change impacts. And that's pretty cool to hear about and see in person.
0: After listening to how communities across the country were affected by climate change, you created Rise Up to Rising Tides. Tell me more about this program and how it helps communities experiencing the effects of climate change.
3: After I learned from leaders across America that climate change was already impacting their communities, their families, and their lives, I realized that we all have a part to play in being part of America's climate change solution. And so I created Rise Up to Rising Tides, which is a program that connects all types of people in America with communities to help them change how they're living and how their buildings react to big climate impacts. So I get to connect people who study plants with community leaders to find food that makes sense to plant in a much warmer world. I get to connect architects and engineers with communities along the coastlines that are seeing really big waves to make sure that their homes and schools don't flood everyone has a part to play in America's climate change story, including you.
2: Hi, I'm Caroline. I'm five years old. I live in Cincinnati, Ohio. I want to know
3: how a kid like me can make the world be healthy. Caroline, that is an awesome question. And there is so much that you as a five-year-old, your friends, your siblings can do to be climate change heroes. The first thing to do is learn everything that you can about the world around you. That's what I did with America's Eroding Edges. I traveled across America to learn and listen. And you can do that, too. You can think about how much energy you use in your house. Do you leave the lights on? And how much you are using your car versus walking. These small things can make a big difference. And you can do so much to keep our world healthy.
0: Are there any final thoughts that you have that you would like to share with our audience?
3: When we learn about climate change, when we read stories or see on the news that there are really big storms or fires, sometimes we feel afraid and sometimes we don't know what to do. I know I feel that way a lot. But then I remember that I'm one person of thousands of people that care so much about our planet. I know because I've met so many young leaders, so many mayors, so many people in America that care about climate change. And then I realized that I'm not alone and it's not so scary. So the next time you see climate change in the news, you learn about it in class and you are afraid of what comes next, Know that that's okay to feel afraid and don't know what to do, but that you're not alone and that you can talk to your parents, your neighbors, your friends on what you can do together because we can do so much when we work together to keep our families, our hometowns and our planet safe from climate change.
0: If you want to be a climate action hero, but don't know where to start, visit the headquarters at climate-heroes.org to take the quiz and learn about your superpowers. You'll also find challenges, videos, and other resources to learn more about climate change and how to use your powers for good. Remember, if we all combine our superpowers, we can make an even bigger difference. We hope today inspired you to care about and change the world. And remember, anyone can be a climate action hero. That's all for this week, Dreamers. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast and check out our website, nationalchildrensmuseum.org, to find STEAM videos, programs, and resources to keep your curiosity sparked all month long. Next month, we'll explore data science and how it relates to voting and the census. If you have a question about these topics, we want to hear from you. Click on the link in our show notes to record your question and be sure to begin the recording with your name, age, city, and state. Take care, dreamers. Steam Daydream with the National Children's Museum is narrated by A.J. Calvert and produced by Aubrey Vaughn with post-production by Stevie Zampanty of Conceptual Podcasting. Special thanks to If Then, an initiative of Lida Hill Philanthropies for connecting us with the scientists in today's episode.